Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the super absorbent podcast. Ew. Boop. Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia. I think about things. <laughs> Boop. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast where we don't live in a pineapple under the sea, but I know about someone who does. Boop. The podcast equivalent of going on a field trip to the aquarium in elementary school. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast. <laughs> You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast equivalent of falling into the touch tank at the aquarium in elementary school. Oh my god, falling in? Did that ever happen to you? No, but I was very concerned about it. Oh, interesting. I, I feel like of, I kind of had like a weird center of, gra- center of gravity as a kid. <laughs> Did you fall over a lot? I fell over a lot. One time the wind blew me over because my windbreaker turned into a sail. You were very small. I I still are, but I assume you were very, very small. Well, here's the thing. I reached my full adult height in third grade, but I didn't reach my full adult weight for a long time. (laughs) So I was just this, like, stick bug. And one day my windbreaker turned into a sail. Did you get injured? Not really. Okay. It wasn't wasn't that exciting. It just kind of fell over. (laughs) Uh, Well, speaking of third grade, here's a voicemail for someone you've known since before third grade. Hey, Tyler and Katie. I am loving the Nostalgia podcast, and I would love to request a specific show for an upcoming episode. Um, I would like to request the SpongeBob SquarePants episode, Band Geeks. It's, uh, you know, I love SpongeBob, and this episode I've watched probably a couple times a year since it originally came out. Still watch it at least once a year. Great episode. Great show. Uh, band geeks. I feel like, Katie, you'll find a lot to uh, relate to from our times playing in the jazz band in high school. Um, all right, looking forward to more nostalgia. Oh, Michael. You might remember Michael from the Seinfeld episode. Yes. Uh, if you want to hear more Michael, lo- loyal listeners, go back and listen to our Seinfeld episode. Though Everyone, I guess if you're a loyal listener, you've already heard it. Everyone wants to hear more Michael. You it's, should probably just go really listen to it again. Yeah, it's a good one. He's um, a renaissance man. I think Michael sent us this voicemail like way before he came here and recorded the Seinfeld episode. We're, we're playing catch was up it? a little it's, bit. It was March 10th. March 10th. I believe that was March 10th, 2018. Oh, sh- <laughs> Anyway, the reason that uh, it's been so long since Michael sent us this message and we're actually recording is because Spongebob, maybe more than any of these other shows that we've watched, is really near and dear to me. I know I say that all the time on here, but this one really, really, really was. You did have a lot of Spongebob stuff in a box at your parents' house that I made you throw away when we moved in together. Yeah, it was like, it was like unhealthy. I was, I was kind of obsessive about... SpongeBob and memorabilia around SpongeBob, which was easy to do because it was like branded on everything in the world. So there was tons of garbage out there with SpongeBob uh, stuff on it. You know, I think you had SpongeBob slippers. SpongeBob slippers? Are they here? No, I threw them away. <gasps> uh, SpongeBob uh, alarm clocks, SpongeBob Christmas ornaments. Those have survived. They they go on our tree every year. They're pretty good ornament sets. SpongeBob uh, video games, SpongeBob pencils, everything that could have SpongeBob on it. I'm not I'm not proud of that time in my life, but uh, I want to acknowledge it. So I've been laboring over which episodes of SpongeBob to show you because I really do think probably more than a lot of the shows we've watched even from Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. there are a lot of really, really good ones from the first couple of years think? of SpongeBob. I do. So I really, it was it was painful for me to decide what to show you. So Michael oh, and I... Oh, is it like a Sophie's Choice? Yeah. Wow. And so I didn't make a choice. I'm showing you ten. 
So this is Sophie's Not Choice. Yeah. Michael and I collaborated uh, on this list for like the last year. We've gone back and forth mm-hmm. uh, weighing what should be on there. Obviously, Band Geeks, the one that he mentioned, uh-huh. will be on there, but so will nine other episodes. Dear but, God. But first, what do you know about SpongeBob? I don't know. I just know Sophie's trying to have it all over here. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make a choice. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can't hear you! Aye, aye, Captain! Oh! Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants! And yellow and porous is he? SpongeBob If nautical nonsense be something you wish... Um, what do I know about Spongebob? I know it is about a little yellow sponge. Mm-hmm. I think he's a fry cook. Mm-hmm. And he, I know he lives in a pineapple. Um, You're good. What else? I know he has friends. Yeah. Which is nice. Do you know who his friends are? Uh, he's friends with that blue squid. Uh-huh. A pink starfish. I'm just thinking of the ornaments on our tree now. Those are all um, three. Spongebob, Patrick, and Squidward. <laughs> isn't he friends with like a chipmunk? A squirrel. Yep. Okay. See, I'm doing great. You're, you got this all figured out. So, SpongeBob uh, aired and still airs on Nickelodeon. Have we done a show that's still on? I guess Pokemon. I don't think we've covered anything else that's still airing other than Pokemon and SpongeBob. It premiered on May 1st, 1999, and is still on today. So far, to date, they've made 247 episodes, 12 seasons, and two movies with no end in sight. It was created by Steven Hillenberg. He got to start at Nickelodeon on Rocco's Modern Life, which we watched. We watched. Uh, he was a director of some episodes and a producer, writer, and storyboard artist. And later, towards the end of that show, he took over as the creative director. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they let him make his own show. There's a lot of similarities between Rocco and this, as you'll see. What's neat about Steven Hillenberg's story is that, as a kid, he couldn't decide if he wanted to be a marine biologist or an animator. So he eventually figured out how to put those both. both together and made a cartoon about uh, underwater life. Although, funnily enough, he goes, you know, Spongebob is a sea sponge who looks like a kitchen sponge. It's not like it's yeah. an educational tool. Okay. You know, which I think is kind of funny considering he really was, he's genuinely very interested in marine biology, or was. He actually died uh, on November 26, 2018, for complications of ALS. Oh, that's sad. It is, but they're, they're still going. They're, they're cranking this show out, even, even post-Steven Hillenburg. Here's why I think it's good. This show, because it was 1999, it's kind of later in the cycle of the Nicktoons, it had the ability, because of when it came out, to learn from all the earlier ones. So it's like creative and has weird art like Rocco's Modern Life and Ren and Stimpy. Plus it has the commercial appeal of Rugrats, because prior to SpongeBob, mm. Rugrats was the long-running... Uh, Nicktoon. Usually they only lasted, you know, three or four years when Rugrats had been on forever. Uh, and now SpongeBob is the Nicktoon that's on forever. Got it. Uh, why else I think it's good? I think it's got a really unique style and tone. Because it's underwater, it just has this beautiful uh, look to it. The sky, because, you know, you couldn't see the sky from the bottom of the sea, are like made up of these beautiful flower looking shapes, which I think is really interesting. It has tropical music. They use the ukulele a lot on the soundtrack. The characters are really strong. Even you, someone who never really watched this before, you knew a little bit about the characters because they're very memorable. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, the way it was created, at least during the era of the episodes we're going to watch, it was a storyboard-driven show, like a lot of the older Nicktoons were, the best ones, like Ren and Stimpy. So instead of sitting down and writing a script and then you know, drawing to match the script, the artists who did the storyboards kind of wrote the gags. So it was more focused on the visuals and things like that. So I think that leads to a better, more interesting-to-watch cartoon, personally. We're going to watch Season 1, Episode 1, Help Wanted, and Tea at the Tree Dome. Those are two of the three segments from that episode. We're going to skip the one in between. Reef Blower. Season 1, Episode 2, Ripped Pants. Season 1, Episode 5, Pizza Delivery. Season 1, Episode 17, Rock Bottom. Season 2, Episode 4, Dying for Pie. Season 2, Episode 9, Survival of the Idiots. Season 2, Episode 14, Frankendoodle. Season 2, Episode 15, Band Geeks, Michael's Recommendation. And finally, Season 3, Episode 12, Chocolate with Nuts. Are you ready to go down this rabbit hole? I think I might need a Gatorade or maybe some orange slices or something. Uh, This is going to be like a long... At halftime, we'll see. Buckle up, kids. For years I've been dreaming of this moment. I'm going to go in there, march straight to the manager, look him straight in the eye, lay it on the line, and I can't do this! Patrick! Where do you think you're going? I was just... No, you're not. You're going to the Krusty Krab and get that job! I can't, don't you see? I'm not good enough. Whose first words were, may I take your order? Mine were. Who made a spatula out of toothpicks and woodchuck? I did. Who's a... Who's... Who's a big yellow cube with holes? I am. Who's ready? I'm ready. Who's ready? I'm ready. Who's ready? I'm ready. What do you think of the... Oh, I don't like this guy's mouth beginning of the theme song where there's a painting with a human mouth. I like that they use the word porous, you know? That's a, that's an SAT word. (laughs) Good vocab. I should also point out right now that Steven Hillenberg, when he went to college, went for experimental animation, not just animation. So that's why even in the opening we see a human hand, a a live action picture of a fish. What is experimental animation? It's whatever you want it to be. It's just different. Is that where they put the people who aren't that good at animating? I think and they're so, just yeah. like, here, buddy. Is this supposed to be Jacques Cousteau? Yes. Why does he have a snail pet? I don't like the name, the Krusty Krab. Well, they live in Bikini Bottom. Ew. I like when that crab smells money. <laughs> this is very extreme. Oh my god. <laughs> These burger patties are shooting out of his eyes. And Tiny Tim is singing, Steven. God rest your soul. (laughs) You okay? Yes, I'm okay. You know, you're the first sea critter to ever visit. I can't imagine why. Can I get you anything? Water would be nice. Michael says he thinks you would like this theme of this one because the theme is social anxiety. Ah, excellent. I am confused why she lives underwater. Oh my god, this is horrific. (laughs) I don't like when they fight a uvula. I don't like it. Alright, I understand why Michael thought I'd like this. (laughs) Oh my god, everything sounds like a big rusty hinge. That's what I look like at the end of a school year. He's starting to look pretty grotesque, like it's freaking me out a little. Why do all these little sea creatures wear pants? What? What? I think it's one of the best things about Spongebob, when they use a live-action thing. Uh Uh-huh. Like the dried-out Spongebob and Patrick. (laughs) Just a real sponge and starfish. Look at what a nice friend she is. Yeah. She made them a water helmet. That's great. Haven't you ever uh, practically died because you didn't want to uh, impose in a social situation? (laughs) 
I thought that I had everybody on my side, but I went and blew it all sky high. And now she won't even spare a passing glance. All just because I ripped my pants. When Big Larry came round just to put him down, SpongeBob turned into a clown, and no girl ever wants to dance with a fool who went and ripped his pants. I know I shouldn't mope around, I shouldn't curse, but the pain feels so much worse. Cause winding up with no one is a lot less fun than a burn from the sun or selling your balls. Now I learned a lesson I won't soon forget. So listen and you won't regret. Be true to yourself, don't miss your chance. And you won't end up like the Okay, so it's like a like an icky lagoon. Yeah, I don't quite understand the goo lagoon, but it's how they can go to the beach while they're already underwater. Why do they gotta be so mean to Squidward? What do you think of SpongeBob's laugh? I don't like it that much. Here's a question. Three episodes in, is SpongeBob endearing in any way as a character? Um, sort of. I feel like he's a little bit too much. He's like that guy that you bring to the party and then you don't want to own up that you brought him to the party. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, I don't know who he came with. <laughs> Gotta go. I kind of like when he does stuff like that, like when he turns all red and stuff. That, that I think, is kind of endearing. Mm -hmm. All right. He just wants to have a little recognition. This is you. Hey. You just wanted to be the funny one, didn't you? Yeah. SpongeBob's got some real social anxiety. The Krusty Krab Pizza is the pizza absolutely. Pizza, 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 Rusty Cray, pizza is the pizza, yeah, for you and me. Oh no. Yeah, I think Mr. Krabs is kind of a uh, union busting. Yeah, Mr. Krabs is like a nasty old captain of industry. Okay, so he made he made some pizza. And he's forcing his employees to deliver after their shifts are over. And delivery is not part of their job responsibilities. All this deregulation in Bikini Bottom isn't good. How old is SpongeBob supposed to be? SpongeBob is like a man-child. He lives alone, so I think we can assume he's an adult. What did Steven learn at experimental... Uh... Animation school. He learned how to make a sponge squiggle around in these amazing ways. Could someone get Squidward some shoes? When is the next bus to Bikini Bottom? What? The bus schedule, the next bus. I can't understand your accent. The next bus to Bikini Bottom. Oh, why didn't you say so? Next bus leaves in five seconds. Tough luck, kid. That's the last one till morning. Is it Glove World because of like all the trash in the oceans? Oh, I never thought of that. Why are his clothes always falling off? It does seem like all five so far episodes we watched, SpongeBob ripped his pants off or they were ripped off of him at some point. Okay, so they're in like the deep ocean. Right. Rock where bottom, it's, it's like, called. Yeah. That's you. <laughs> Deceived by candy. <laughs> I feel like a lot of TV shows play with time, but I feel like this does it in a way that's, like, kind of fun. Are all of his swears, like, barnacles and tartar sauce? Yeah, except for the episode where he 
starts swearing, but and it's like a dolphin chirp to censor it. You had to kill him. The boy cries your sweater of tears, and you kill him. How are you gonna live with yourself? Kill him! Here's your order, sir. Thanks. We gotta call the hospital. Won't do any good. I've seen this before. When that pie goes up to bat, I mean, hits his lower intestine. Boom! You've seen this before? Eleven times, as a matter of fact. I feel like when I watch these shows that everybody loves, I feel like I moved into a neighborhood that everybody knows everybody, and they're like, oh, this is SpongeBob and his friend Patrick. Don't you know them? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't. You made your choices as a child. I read a book. It's like they have these weird relationships with these characters. This is one of my favorites. Uh, it's on nobody's lists of the best episodes, but oh, I... Oh, great. I picked it just because I loved it as a kid. It's called Dying for Pie. This is you. I think you might be SpongeBob. Attention-seeking. Annoying. Desperate. Really just wants to do well. I do like his little legs. Mr. Krabs. Yeah. Mr. Krabs is just a hard-working entrepreneur. You've really to... changed your tune. Last time you said he was a... He's a little creepy. Ruthless capitalist. Oh, he definitely is. Okay, so Spongebob has eaten the bomb. His voice is, like, really intense. Spongebob. Yeah. Ah! No, no, no. That's how you do it, look. Ah! No, 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 stop it. I hate this. Try it. No. You gotta wiggle your throat while you make that noise. Do you like Squidward's bloodshot eyes? No. I think I might be Squidward. I didn't want to be the one to say it, but... Hmm. Hmm. Did you think that I swallowed a pie bomb and that's why you've been doing this podcast? Well. All right, Pinhead, your time is up. Who are you calling Pinhead? I want to be Dirty Dan. What makes you think you can be Dirty Dan? A Dirty Dan. I'd say I'm Dirty Dan. I'd say I'm Dirty Dan. No. I'd say I'm Dirty Dan. I'm Dirty Dan. <laughs> Screaming will get you no... Which one of you fellers is the real Dirty Dan? Uh, I am. Patrick! I still don't like his mouth. The opening pirate. Yeah, Patrick has some problems with consent. Yeah, that's not great. Patrick just said, when are you going to learn? No means yes. Alright, so Sandy is hibernating. Yeah, she doesn't Do squirrels want have to do that underwater? Do squirrels have to do that in real life? You don't know much about squirrels, so... Uh -uh. One time you found a dead squirrel in our yard and you thought it was asleep. Very true. Although, it wasn't there the next day, so yeah, I think it woke up. Yeah, because a coyote ate it. Pretty sure it woke up. There's just so much happening. That was, uh, for reference, Patrick's face when he said, Who are you calling Pinhead? You didn't like that? No. I don't think parents would have liked this. It just never ends. See, this just turned into an episode of Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. Which is what's so great about this one. Is it? Is yeah. that what's great about it? Just gruesome violence and gross drawings. Everything's just so extreme. <laughs> oh, look, Patrick grew back. You ever use your nose drippings as a pair of chopsticks? Did you know what an iron lung was as a kid? <laughs> yeah, only because of the Weird Al song, Mr. Frump and an Iron Lung. Oh, dear God. It's a good one. Which I just learned the other day, that iron lung sounds in that song are his accordion. Never realized. What do you think of SpongeBob and Patrick stealing all of Sandy's fur while she's sleeping and can't? Pretty wrong. Agree to it. I'll draw me, and when Squidward answers the door, it won't be me! Aw, <laughs> oh, look at him. Ain't he a doll? All he needs is a tie. Ready for action! Quack! 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 
He's going through the door. <laughs> He's knocking on the door. He's going where that's entering the door. And... <laughs> He's beating up Squidward! <laughs> He's got the pencil. What have I done? We've got to find him. I'm just confused about the Jacques Cousteau that <laughs> comes in every once in a while. <laughs> You think Steven Hillenberg's working through some stuff from art school here? What, with Patrick criticizing SpongeBob's yeah. drawing? Perhaps. Oh my god, they just killed that man. Well, they created it. I never thought about the uh, ethical implications of this. Oh no. This is like when, when you draw something as a kid and you think it's really good. <laughs> yeah, the Franken-Bob. What do you think of its voice? Oh my god, it just like screams. <laughs> That's horrific. Oh boy, Steven. Stop, stop that, stop that. I love when he hoists the pencil over his head and screams. Yeah, some creepy hand came to find him. That's horrific. I really don't like this. Okay now, how many of you have played musical instruments before? Do instruments of torture count? No. Is mayonnaise an instrument? No, Patrick, mayonnaise is not an instrument. Horseradish is not an instrument either. That's fine. No one has any experience. Fortunately, I have enough talent for all of you. <laughs> all of you. <laughs> okay, here's the one that Michael told us to watch. All right. You were in band, you and Michael both, so maybe we this will resonate with you. Do you think it will? I don't know. Why don't they just leave Squidward alone to play his clarinet, live in his house by himself, be fancy? Who's this little guy? That's Plankton. We haven't seen him yet. He's I like Mr. his little legs. <laughs> He's Mr. Krabs' rival in fast food. I have to say, percussionist in middle school band, it's like you put all the boys with the attention issues in the back and you give them sticks and you're just like, go. So Not great. So far, this is kind of accurate? A little bit. It's nice that so many people in Bikini Bottom came out for this It is. Community like band. A community band. It's cute. Do the tensions ever rise like this in a band? Oh, Maybe. I'm sure this is not an original thought, but the older I get, Squidward is more and more relatable. Oh, absolutely, 100%. I'm, I'm Squidward. I am Squidward. Like, it's me, Katie Tentacles, over here. You dance like Spongebob. I do dance like Spongebob. It's not my fault. But your personality is like Squidward. You know, I think success is about being the perfect mix of Spongebob and Squidward. What is this live-action footage of people at a sporting event? Squidward joyously smiling as Squilliam is, is hauled away after a heart attack. Do you think we're going to run into any Squilliams at our 10-year reunion? <laughs> or are we the Squilliam? Yes! Hello, young lady. <laughs> we're selling chocolate. Is your mother home? Mom! What? What? What's all that yelling? You just can't wait for me to die, can you? They're selling chocolate. Chocolate? Yeah! What? What are they selling? Chocolate! What? Chocolate! I can't hear you! They're selling chocolate! They're selling chocolate? Yeah! Chocolate? I remember when they first invented chocolate. Sweet, sweet chocolate. I always hated it. Oh, but this chocolate's not for eating. It's for... You rub it on your skin, and it makes you live forever. <laughs> live forever, you say? I'll take one. Come on, you lazy Mary. Start rubbing me with that chocolate. 
I hate you. If we keep exaggerating the truth, we'll be fancy living in no time. Hooray for lying! Is this definitely where I learned the word entrepreneur? Is it? Oh, 100%. There's like a lot of screaming on this show. Yeah. I feel like my parents wouldn't have liked it. Yeah, they would have made you turn this off. It's like I'm getting some Grey Gardens vibes here. What's the message here? I'm not sure. About entrepreneurship. The only times they've been successful is when they've lied to their customers. You did it. You watched I did it. Ten I watched SpongeBob. SpongeBob's. Um, shout out. Uh, SpongeBob used to be a unit of time in my extended family. Why? Um, because Why? I had a younger cousin who was like really into SpongeBob, mm-hmm. and you know, you know how kids are always like, "How long are we gonna do this? When is my mom coming home?" Like uh-huh. all of that. It'd be like, well, if it was ten minutes, it would be like. In one Spongebob. Wow. So did you watch these with, with him? No, not really. We just <laughs> use it as a unit of measurement. Didn't your family use completely arbitrary forms of measuring time? Uh, other than like minutes and seconds and hours? No. You'd think though, because I watched so much TV, I would have fully understood 100%. how long a Spongebob was. Right? Oh, well. Between 10 and 15 minutes. <laughs> um... Wow, that's something I haven't thought about in years. <laughs> See? That's the whole point of this. So that's how I feel every time we do one of these. Oh, God. But all my memories are completely TV-linked. Yours is actually a family memory, only slightly TV-related. I think SpongeBob has a lot of heart. Like, he just wants to be good at his job. Uh-huh. And he wants to have nice friends, and he wants people to feel included. And he likes to dance. Uh-huh. He's a little annoying at times, He's a isn't little he? annoying. Although, really, in that, uh, I feel like a parent who is, like, apologizing for their kid and making excuses. <laughs> but, like, even in the one where Sandy was hibernating, like, and him and Patrick were bugging her, Patrick was always initiating. SpongeBob would go with it sometimes. Uh-huh. But you he, sound like a parent who's I know. like, my child would never, SpongeBob would never. It's the influence of that starfish. So he's a little pretty, bit annoying. There's a lot of it. screaming yes. in it. Um, uh, what was my favorite one? I, I think I liked the Band Geeks one. Yeah, Michael was right. It's really, you, like, looking back now, watching it with these other nine, it, it's just back-to-back good jokes, like good gags. I like the one where he draws himself and then... <laughs> it's a pretty uh, good one, too. You ask questions about, like, what does it mean to create something? What does life mean? I don't know if that was the point Why of that one, Why do you view it life? If you create something, do you imbue it with life? Do you also have the right to terminate that life? What does that that mean? Is that what they were going for? (laughs) Yep. So, um, yeah. I mean, overall, it wasn't bad. I don't know if I'd, like, watch it again. Okay. But I, I, yeah, I actually, I actually didn't hate my ten Spongebob sojourn. So I guess we should watch ten of everything from now on. No, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) not. If you tried to make me watch 10 Ren and Stimpy's, I would just leave and never come back. Truly, this is my favorite Nick show ever. As much as I love Ren and Stimpy and Rocco and, and Rugrats, this is this is tops. So I had to give it its due. This won't happen often. If you want us to watch one of your favorite shows from your childhood, tell us. Do it by emailing us. That address is nostalgia at AOL.com. Go to our website, www.nostalgia.org, to find our archive episodes and all of our social media links and a link to that email, uh, if you're so inclined. Yep, you can send us an Anchor voice message on yeah, the Anchor app. Yeah, just like Michael did. That's my favorite way when, it when is the listeners best. contact us. I think yeah, it's really cool. Please, send us a message. And please, 
We're begging you. Rate and review us on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Is iTunes still a thing anymore? I don't know. It is. Whatever. You sound about as desperate as SpongeBob for approval. I'm more of a Squidward. I'm more of a Squidward. I don't need your approval. But, I mean, if you want to leave us a rating or you review, you, you probably it, could. It really would help us out. That's the number one way that podcasts uh, get exposure and people can find it who, you know, the, the number one way that we can get exposure is if you're listening and you tell your friend, hey, check this out. That's the best way. But the second best way is rating and reviewing on iTunes because then it appears on people's charts who don't have a friend to tell them to listen to it. Well, good Are night. you ready to be done, Kate? I'm ready. I'm ready. Nick, 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 Nick. Nickelodeon. Nick, 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 Nick. Nickelodeon. Let's get this over with. One, two, three, four.